Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the podcast today. Leadership and leaders, that's my topic. Recently, I came upon an um, article that summarized the writing of a professor from the University of Southern California. There's a book that this professor wrote 87 years ago. It's now, it's now out of print. Hence, this is a summary of some of the chapters of the book that I came upon. It was Dr. Emery Bogardus. Dr. Emery Bogardus. Maybe graduates from the University of Southern California may recognize the name. But um, he was a well-known professor and wrote this book, Leaders and Leadership. The chapter that I would like to focus on from that book is called The Focalization of Psychic Energy. The Focalization of Psychic Energy. Because Dr. Bogardus really makes the point that leadership, among a lot of other things, is primarily related to your ability to focus your attention, to focus your concentration, to focus your energy, to focus your mind, to focus all your psychic energy, all your emotional energy, all your intellectual energy, all your intellectual interest on a particular issue or a particular topic or a particular goal or a particular objective. It kind of reminds you of the phrase, this one thing I do, because that's what Dr. Bogardus really focused on when it came to the issue of leadership. Now, taking um, this book and the chapter that uh, I'm focusing, this was his theory of leadership. And what that means that a person of normal mental and physical ability may by deliberate concentration of his energy attain to superior levels of achievement and hence become a leader. Very profound statement. Very profound theory. Leadership depends on your ability to focus your psychic attention. And that gives you the ability then to achieve and then be recognized as a leader. You don't have to be born a genius in order to attain to spiritual or to superior levels. You don't have to be a genius to, in order to attain to superior levels of achievement. You become a leader. You learn to focus your attention. Now, you become a genius by hard work. There are people who become a genius by virtue of their birth. Some particular area of attention, some particular area of skill is somehow built within them from birth. They're born genius. However, most people acquire their genius, their area of a genius, the field for superior endeavor. So focalization is first of all, then, concentration of attention. Concentration of attention. That's first of all, that's really the concept for achievement as a leader, for achievement as a genius in whatever area you endeavor and take on. The writer, uh, Dr. Bogardus, uh, illustrates this by the life of John Wesley. Now, John Wesley is well known in the early years of American history where he would ride one, one location or another by horseback and throughout his entire ride would read a book, maybe two books, but with the swaying of the horse he developed a skill of concentrating his ability to read and acquire information. He always had a book at hand. His saddle was his study, was his office. His reading was done by horseback. We do it in other ways, but the concentration of it. Oliver Wendell Holmes, a jurist, biographer, very well known in the political and the intellectual worlds of his day. Here's what his biographer has said about him. From the moment Holmes entered law school, 
He never once scattered his fire. As a writer, as a speaker, as a teacher, as a jurist, every movement and every outgiving was a product of a considered and concentrated attention. So you can see here's a man who achieved. Maybe he had some built-in genius. That's maybe true. But he concentrated his efforts. He concentrated his attention and achieved as a result of this. We all can concentrate. Some of us, by stroke of genius, have an advantage. But for most of us, it's prodding, perspiration. It's sticking with it. It's being part of a concentrated effort. Edward Bulk, B-O-K, Edward Bulk, once said that in business, this is a businessman now, once said in business, concentration means success. He did not emphasize talent or genius, but concentration. So Edward Bulk immersed himself in business. By this process, it was possible to do an uncommon, Edward Bulk said this, by this process of a concentration, it is possible to do a common thing uncommonly well. Columbus sailed an ordinary boat. But he, can, but he secured an uncommon result. Franklin flew an ordinary kite, but he made an uncommon observation. John Wanamaker sold dry goods, but he sold them uncommonly well. You see, it's the idea of concentration. And if you do things that demand concentration, you give that concentration, you will focus your attention You'll focus your concentration, and from that, learning will come, observations will come, insight will come, new thoughts, new ideas will come. Boiled down to its lowest denominator, focalization often means practice. In the laborious process of learning to talk, Helen Keller revealed the tremendous significance of that magic term, practice. Here's what Helen Keller said. I needed Miss Sullivan's assistance constantly in my effort to articulate each sound clearly and to combine all sounds in a thousand ways. In such cases, I was forced to repeat the words and sentences and sometimes for hours until I felt the proper ring in my own voice. My work was practice, practice, practice. So when you look at partialization or, or um, focalization, when you look at focalization, you can break it down into a couple of parts. We have partial life focalization and whole life focalization. And then you can add a double life focalization. That means to concentrate. Double life concentration, double life focalization, would be an example by Orville and Wilbur Wright, the Wright brothers. They focused together and eventually were able to achieve great success in the field of flying. Whole life concentration is you devote your whole lifetime to concentrating on a particular topic, a particular issue, a particular outcome, a particular project, a particular commitment of some kind. Whole life, you give your whole life to it. And partial hospitalization or partial life concentration is of course spending maybe two or three months on a particular topic or project you focalize for a period of time and achieve an objective fulfill a plan of some kind so in summary here we are focalize 
Focalize your energy. Focalize your, your attention. Focalize your concentration. Focalize your interest. Focalize all the resources that you have to, su to succeed and to be successful in a particular project or topic or issue or endeavor that you're undertaking. Give yourself, concentrate, and don't let all the distractions of the world come in and take away your potential to achieve, your potential for success. That's the enemy of success, distraction. Know what your distractions are and cut them out. Control them. Limit them. Guard yourself from your distractions. Put boundaries. Don't let distractions run your life. Run your life by focalized tension on a particular topic, project, or issue that you're interested in and you're trying to proceed to develop and to uh, bring to a few, few issues. You can do it. Anyway, nice to have you with me, and uh, we'll pick this up again. This is part one. We'll pick this up again as we look at the success that comes, the achievement that comes, the leadership that comes from psychic energy, and we'll go back into history and learn from a great man from the University of Southern California. Okay, bye for now. Mm -hmm.